Welcome back to the Platform Skate Podcast, episode number 19. Number right 19 with Maddie Carruthers. Right on. Thanks, <laughs> guys. This goes way back, Maddie. Yeah. Way back. <laughs> I was trying to think how far back this goes when we were skating at the old platform. Um, I was, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was looking through some old footage, and there there was footage of you hanging out at the, at the platform mm-hmm. as a kid. And then shortly after that, you contacted me. And so it's awesome that you can be here and we can chat. Uh, so welcome. Right on. Thanks for having me, man. Like, yeah, it is awesome. I've seen some footage uh, online, you know, and I was like, what's this platform? Someone sent it to me. Okay. And uh, I, I look on there and it's Adam Thompson on on this podcast and i'm watching i'm like man this is so therapeutic for <laughs> you know like and so i messaged you i'm like what's going on and you're like yeah we're doing these podcasts i'm like oh i'm in like I, you know i gotta get some of this therapy man like you guys are sitting around for an hour and a half talking about the platform and the, the old fire pit and the you know the tabletops and the curbs and oh man so it's like yeah i'll get me some of that you know awesome awesome right on um so as i think about that i as i think about you um as a kid at the old platform in my mind i see like the really baggy pants and uh and you were just like one of the guys that would just always seem to be around. Like you were just that typical skate rat (laughs) that just uh, was like hanging out there and you kind of had a crew that you were rolled with and, and yeah, it was, uh, yeah, just a typical kind of crew that you would see at the platform. Yeah. And then, um, kind of lost touch, I guess, over time. Yeah. And, uh, so we'll use this, uh, podcast as opportunity to catch up. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I lost touch with a lot of things, <laughs> you know, when I, uh, when I kind of went my own way, but you, you kind of got it right. Like the, the baggy pants and the, um, you know, I wore whatever clothes I could find. I didn't have, <laughs> you know, a whole lot of, I mean, I wasn't one of the cool kids. I didn't have the, the name brand stuff and everything like that was kind of what separated me. Um, from a lot of the other skater kids when I was young was I, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of the, you know, the name brand skate shoes or like even good boards. Like there was mm-hmm. one time, I think it was Steve or, or one of you guys, um, bought me a skateboard man. Mm. and I can't remember who it was, but it was a Powell angel boy. And I, oh, I, yeah. I like, it was my favorite deck, man. That, that, <laughs> like, oh, that thing had pop, man. Um, well, I do remember you. Like your boards were always really haggard. Yeah, <laughs> I abused them. I, I abused them. I was pretty hard on them, man. You know, just just diving off that upper level of the platform all the yeah. time. That was kind of something I always um, kind of migrated to. Was yeah. those, mm. those high pops? Those you know, like when we had that tabletop. You know, there. When, this was when the steel ramps came in. There was yep. that one tabletop that had the wall beside it. And, uh, like, welded to it and mm-hmm. had that sidewall. And I remember uh, one of the things that I got good at was I'd skate to it. We, I'd drop in off that drop-in ramp, and I'd just pump as hard as I could. I'd go up and across, and then I'd ollie off that, that platform part and mm-hmm. down 
you know, that's like a four or five foot yeah. drop. Yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. slam. Yeah. So, I mean, as bad as it was on my knees, it was equally as bad on the decks, right? Yeah. So I was pretty yeah. bad for the stress cracks and for and for um, ripping through boards, man. Yeah, and again, like I would just, whatever boards I could find, I took a lot of hand-me-downs from people mm-hmm. and I took... I took what I could, right? Same with like the baggy pants and the whatever shoes. Like, man, sometimes I'm in there with like shoes from like Red Apple, (laughs) you know, that would like fall apart in like two days, whatever, you know? I mean, and that's how I'm still able to pop a varial in Nikes, you know? (laughs) Right? So, um, but yeah, like I I was definitely a a skate rat for sure. I was always there. Yeah. You know, yeah. how old would you have been when you started hanging out there? I was young, man. I was Yeah, I remember you being pretty young. I was young, I was little, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I was probably about 11 or 12, man, when okay. I started going there, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and I didn't live far. Um and I had a little brother that would come with me too and 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 try his stuff out and like I fell in love with it right away. I mean, I didn't get along with a lot of the skater kids there, a lot of the kids there. I was just that was my own thing. I was kind of a socially awkward kid, hmm. but I fell in love with that slab of concrete hmm. and just with the things that I was learning about myself as I continued to go and I, you know, hmm. s- some days were good, some days were bad. Right. You know, but you know, I developed heart over time just going mm-hmm. you know yeah. and 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 i would stay there from like man i would like in the summer like between school <laughs> even during school sometimes i was gonna say i'm pretty sure i saw you there yeah. when school was on <laughs> you know and and i'd stay all day long all day long like yeah. i would be there from 9 a.m to 9 p.m you know, and like, if I was ever in trouble at home, my mom knew right where to find me, <laughs> pull up and oh yeah. Like, so that was my second home. It turned into my second home yeah. and it became so much more to me over time. And, For and, sure. and, and, you know, once I got a little bit better at skating and just more loyal to it, um, there's a lot that the, the, sport of skateboarding has taught me now uh, you know yeah that i apply in my life now as mm. an adult you know mm. the independence the 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 um what's the word i'm looking for um the independence the um just the, the heart and the drive perseverance the perseverance the yeah. you know the um the drive like just the the will to just not give up and push yourself in the individuality mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. Like the, the, the freedom to be original and to kind of make something your own. Right. I apply that a lot in my life now. And, you know, mm-hmm. like um, it's gotten me through a lot. And I mean, towards the end, before the platform was demolished, that place was therapeutic to me. By that time, a lot of the skaters had split up. Um, people were doing different things. Guys mm-hmm. were growing up, leaving. Guys were um, skating in other places, and there wasn't a lot of bodies left there anymore. No, no it got right. you know, it got pretty empty there. Um, for me, that was great because that gave me the whole platform. Some days <laughs> I would be there for hours, man, by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and it would be therapeutic for me to just have that freedom and nobody in the way or anything I can just go. Mm, and, yeah. You know, when, when, as I got into like teenage, later teenage years and I'd go through whatever problems a teenage boy would go through, <laughs> yeah, I'd go there and I would take a lot, take a lot of my stuff out just on my skateboard. Mm. Mm. 
And I mean, today now, I mean, I'll go, I'll go for a longboard, right? I mean, I'm not, I can't do it like I used to. Right. But <laughs> even just hitting the longboard up and down that path along the crescent, you know, or, or up right. and down the path along the tracks, especially yeah. along the tracks. Cause yeah. You can go by where it used to be and you can look at that storage <laughs> lots and you're just like, wow, yeah. man, like. You know, like my whole childhood was right there, yeah. you know, and yeah. I just skate back and forth and, and yeah. it's peaceful. You mm-hmm. know? So. Mm. so if you're saying that you spent quite a bit of time by yourself and I remember there being a little crew that you were part of, as I mentioned earlier, was, was there not a crew then or? Oh, there was, there was a crew, you know, I, I kind of would just kind of go around. I'd flock around from different people, you know, mm. but there was, there was a smaller crew. I guess I'd hang out with like the Haddad boys. Right. Those were, those were, those were close buddies of mine. I'm still, yeah. I'm still pretty close with those boys for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, oh, like there's people I can't even, I haven't spoke to in so long. Because, yeah. You know, you uh, had some girls that were part of that kind of circle of friends too that yeah. hung out there right yeah oh yeah there was always a skater a few skater chicks that were pretty pretty loyal <laughs> i guess yeah. and would and would just would be there all the time man yeah. there was like you know miriam yeah. miriam was one of them yeah. she was she was um you know she had a lot of heart uh there was that keely keely glennon she was mm. she was another one mm. um you know, but it's, it's, it was small. Yeah. And I mean, I knew everybody, I didn't get right. along with everybody, but I knew everybody there. We all kind of had our little, our little clicks there. Eh? Mm. And, um, yeah, like some days we were more divided than other days. It all depended what was going on in each of our own. Right. Not wanting to get into the dirt and drama of it, but I, I'm just curious what would, what would have been the, the reason why you weren't getting along with everyone there? Cause that's not the way I remember it. I remember you, like you said, just kind of like moving around within groups and stuff yeah. and just kind of being, being Maddie. Well, I don't think there was really a whole lot of drama or reason really, other than the, the age difference. I think, you know, okay. it was the most part, I was younger than a lot of the guys right. there that mm-hmm. I, and I looked up to them, but I was also just wasn't, uh, I wasn't where they were, you know, and mm-hmm. I wasn't definitely wasn't as good a skater as a lot of them were. And yeah. when you're younger like that, that stuff's important, yeah. you know, like popularity and skill and all that, yeah. you know, and I was, just, I was an awkward kid. Mm. You know, so mm. a lot of times I would just isolate on my own too. Like it yeah. wasn't necessarily because there was any kind of problem. It was just I was more comfortable being being off on my own. Kind okay, of thing, mm. you know. So, so you enjoyed like skating by yourself then? Or? Oh yeah. yeah, like even yeah. now for sure. Like when yeah. I'm on a board and I'm going, it doesn't matter to me so much. Like if I land a trick or if I get good at something, it's more just what I'm getting out of it therapeutically. Mm. Um, it's it's just mentally it's peaceful to me it centers yeah. me you know i mean back when i was younger when i was really putting more into it sure it you know i would yeah. try to learn the trick and i'd give myself so much time to learn this trick and i'd you know and it got me far enough you know? yeah um but yeah as i got older and i got into other things and stuff you know i mean you, you lose you lose that a little bit yeah right? that's you never interesting lose the love yeah. for it you yeah. never lose yeah. the love for it no it's definitely a love love hate thing, and it's it's a lifestyle that you can take with you for yeah you know the rest of your life you yeah. don't you know um, well it's like Adam said once a skater always a skater yeah, right? yeah. like it's Adam 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 was 
a great skater, man. As me and him, we were we were rivals, man. <laughs> like we did not like each other at all when we oh, were kids. That's interesting. Yeah, we yeah yeah for sure. So there's been a lot of and there there's been a lot of back and forth. Hey, man, I'm sorry. You know right. what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. So like we get along pretty good for the most part now. We're not like best friends or anything either, but we're we're we're, we're we respect each other. Yeah, you know, and um, we can hold conversations down now without <laughs> fighting about everything. But I even like all the guys, even on the days that we would have our spats and our arguments or whatever, mm-hmm. I still respected them as skateboarders. Mm. You know, like Adam was an excellent skateboarder, mm-hmm. and he had a lot of heart, and he had a lot of skill. Mm-hmm. Like that kid could skate, and I think now looking back, a lot of my problems there was jealousy too. Oh, okay, you know, I mean, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it as good as some of them, right? <laughs> but I looked up to those guys, man, and I idolized those guys like Brett Helmke or um, uh, McDougal, Brett yeah. McDougal, like holy, and Corey Lawson, you know, like yeah. these guys were, these guys were it for me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you know, being a young smaller kind of little squeaky kid (laughs) you know and seeing these guys doing what i want to do man and and being that young like that was that's a big reason what what kept me going back too. like Mm -hmm. these were people i could learn from so i'd watch them and watch them and watch them right yeah so um when the ramps got moved to the campbell soup did you go like did you end up going over there? Like, I don't remember seeing you there a lot, mm, I, but I could be wrong. Well, I went there a few times to check it out, but I was still way more drawn to the platform mm-hmm. because, mm. and it wasn't for any bad reasons. It's just, it's just the platform is the platform. Yeah. Yeah. You can, it's where you grew up. Like, yeah. you can yeah. build as many skate parks around here as you want and put and put as much money into it or build it as nice, as, and that's great, but to a platform kid, <laughs> mm. right? It ain't the platform. Yeah. You know, I mean, that as long as that concrete was still there, yeah. you could do whatever. And, like, that yeah. was that was ours. And, you know, like, before all the ramps and everything, when we were building our own stuff, bringing, bringing railroad ties in, yeah. <laughs> even shopping carts and couches and all these things to try to ollie and, and you know, work into our are skating you for know. sure picnic tables were big guys would steal benches and yeah. bring them in and we would use that stuff right and you know to practice our grinding and our board slides and our and everything right so and it was that was just that place was was a part of my childhood so um it was more special to me to, to just continue at the plot because i knew you know it was probably not going to be there forever mm-hmm. right so I spent as much time as I could there. And, and like I said, once most people migrated to the Campbell Soup, it, it freed up that platform, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And where I liked to, I liked to skate alone, you yeah. know? So I, uh, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. A lot of my stuff was, like, I wasn't much of a vert skater. Right. I was more of a, just a freestyle kind of pop skater, yeah. you know? Um, a lot of it was just flip tricks and, and you know ollie tricks and a few slides here and there like it wasn't i got okay with vert uh, and that's thanks to the to the the steel ramps that went up there right um but i uh, you know i started off just on flat grounds freestyling it mm-hmm. you know and that's where i find my 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 therapy like i like yeah. to say mm-hmm. right talk about 
the your perception of the vibe that was there when you when you were especially like when you were really young and in there like what like you kind of mentioned it already but uh just maybe talk about what like what the experience was like hanging out there well one thing that i always think about is the sunset there Mm. there's because of where it was and how it was kind of close it was close to the the overpass yeah and when the sun yeah when the sun would set it would set on the other side of the overpass and there was it would just give this look hmm. you know it would just get, like radiate this light <laughs> along, all over the platform and like Everybody felt it. Everybody felt the energy, you know, and it was like, you could cut it. It was, it was just really, Adam said a word when I watched his n- n- nostalgic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's right. Like it was just really, you've just had this feeling in, in you <laughs> that you couldn't get anywhere else. And it, mm-hmm. it's because of like the grunginess of it, man, the, yeah. the spray paint, you know, and the ashes from the fire pit and, like, the, the broken glass, mm-hmm. the, you know, just the real freedom. Like, it showed, like, the freedom that we had there. And yeah. and it showed that um, that independence that we showed, that we had the original, the, the, just to be original and just be free. Free yeah. was mm-hmm. a big thing, right? Um, there was blood stains all over it. it was, <laughs> right? Like, we, you know, and from and, like, skid marks from us, from us hitting pebbles, eh? And yeah. you hitting the pebbles, and then you go, right? <laughs> you know, and it, it just, yeah, certain time of the day there, around supper time, after supper, man, in the summer times, when the sun was starting to set, it just, there was a vibe there that everybody, and I, you could just feel it, everybody was just right into it and just being there. Mm. And it was just... A beautiful feeling man yeah. and it was real like and it's just like you just had to look at each other and you knew like this is where you <laughs> wanted to be in that moment it was a mm. mindful mindful it was almost like it just made everybody at peace and at once mm. you know and i don't know I, I can't really put the right descriptive words to the like i couldn't name that energy right right mm. there you can't you can't label you can't label f- like what it was because it's freedom. Like, and, yeah, it was- and that's why I'm, that's why I want you to describe it because that's always the struggle, right? Is to, is to explain to somebody what the platform meant and was. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, as much description as you can give, which is awesome. You're, you're doing a good job of well, describing I'm, it. I'm trying for sure. I mean, it's, it's been a part of my, who I am as a person, man, mm-hmm. like that place. Like I, even after it got torn up, I, I cried. You know, mm. and I and I also skated by when it was just rubble, and I walked up and I grabbed a chunk of it. Yeah, you know, and I I, I think that it's in my mom's grads right now, <laughs> right? And I and I it had a piece of uh, spray painting on it. Now Brian Hepner, he yeah. was another another um, huge influence at the platform when I was oh. younger. Someone I really looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his last name spray painted it's Hetner <laughs> on the bottom level of the platform. <laughs> we had this curb stop there. Um, and it was right along the side of the curb stop on the north side of the platform. Yeah. Um, and his name was in like blue and red Hep or Hepner or something like that. And uh, I'm pretty sure that the, the chunk that I grabbed had a little piece of that. <laughs> on there, right? So it meant a lot to me. And, uh, you know, like I think about it, 
all the time, all the time, man. And just, I go back there a lot when I'm going through my own things, like in recovery and stuff. Mm. Um, like I'm, I'm an addict and I'm in, I'm in recovery and that's a huge part of who I am now. Um, that would be probably why we kind of lost <laughs> split parts there. When, oh, okay. I, when I got out of skateboarding, I got into some problems with drugs and alcohol and, um, you know, sitting in, in rehab, there was a lot of times where I would dig myself into myself and I would find that same little kid mm. that had the heart to keep going to the platform every day, no matter who was there, who mm. I didn't, didn't get along with. Yeah. And, and, or like, cause we had a, you know, there was a lot of fights between a, a, other neighborhood kids too. And, and mm-hmm. us skater kids, like yeah. there was always rivalries there, yeah. whether it was between schools or, or whatever, there was always rivalries. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, a, sometimes there'd be violence there, you know, and, and sometimes there'd be, you know, things there that could, that were kind of threatening, but you know, I kept going cause I had, cause I loved it and I had mm. the heart and I, and I, and I wanted to prove myself. Right. Um, because I wasn't as good as a lot of them, I really wanted to prove myself. And eventually mm. I started to, because I mm. got better at skating and yeah. I got more respectful m- myself as well. And mm-hmm. that was through the practice and the practice yeah. and, and sit and today, you know, practicing my recovery, practicing, a new life of sobriety and finding myself again um, after a lot of years in addiction. It's, it's that same, it's that same strength, that same heart, that same want to prove myself. Okay. That I learned through skateboarding and Mm. through the platform. So I owe a lot of my own freedom now to that kid that Mm -hmm. never quit Mm -hmm. at the platform. That's uh that's really good. And I think there's a lot of people that uh, are going to appreciate hearing that and will be like, it'll be a huge encouragement to other people. I think um, just to hear how skateboarding is part of that. And so, yeah, uh, keep talking about that. I'd love to hear more about your recovery and how, how that plays a big part in, in, in the recovery. And maybe we can, encourage other people that are listening that maybe struggle in the same way for sure like that's mm. that's kind of what and that's a part of my recovery too like is to help wherever i can i mean mm-hmm. it, you know first things first right i can't yeah. pull anyone else out of that quicksand if i'm not tied to a tree first yeah you know but essentially that's kind of how my work in my program works is you know we can only kind of keep what we have by giving it away to other people and you know there's a lot and i mean it's everywhere right now. The epidemic with, with, with crystal meth and all these other drugs, man, it's, it's everywhere. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot worse than we, when we were kids. Like when I was there, you know, weed, weed and booze was, was, was the problem around the platform, you know, yeah. like that's where I smoked my first cigarette, you know? Yeah. I mean, I got in trouble there a little bit, but there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't anything close to what it is now. And it's dangerous, mm-hmm. man. And mm-hmm. it sucks that the platform isn't there now to to for for kids to go to but i i'm kind of relieved too because i don't think you can bring that back like the kind of culture and the 
the type of kids <laughs> mm-hmm. that we were. Like, you don't see that anymore. The world's changed a lot. It has, yeah. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. to bring it back now, it, it just would be a completely different thing, right? Yeah, it wouldn't be the same, no. I mean, it was, it was all these things that made it what it was. It was the platform, it was the people, it was, you know, the, the work that we put into it mm-hmm. and all these things that, that just made it what it was. And, and, it, and it was our own little culture, you know, and it wouldn't be the same. And we, we have, we have those ramps and stuff by, um, by the arena there, Yeah, you know, and and that's great because that's, that's just there and it's open and, you know, but I mean, it's, it's not the same. It's, and it's, it's, it's just not the same. Like, it's just something that was so special that you can't replace it, Mm -hmm. you know? So instead, you know, I just, I'm grateful that I was part of it and, and, Mm. you know, you can still take those lessons and, and we can help other, other people from what we've learned there. So if anything, like the place, it didn't go up in flames in vain, you know, it, for my story, cause I can still use the things that I learned from that place to, right. s- to help other people today. That's right. You know? Yeah, for sure. And that's one thing that I've always, I always think about skateboarding too, is the, the values that it instills in us is it takes us a long ways outside of skateboarding yeah. just because uh, skateboarding can can be a heavy a heavy thing to to do mm-hmm. right like just in like especially for those of us that don't have the natural talent to like the amount of work that you put into progression that's right and and then to look at the amount of work that it takes to be successful um, it just correlates so well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Going back to your recovery, um, let's, uh, if you're comfortable, let's talk some more about that. Sure. Let's, um, yeah. your first, um, kick at, uh, recovery, what did that look like? Okay. So I've been in and out of recovery now for about six years. Okay. Um, my first kick at it was my first attempt at rehab, I guess. What got you there? Uh, well I had, let me think now, cause there's, this is, this last time I was in there was my fourth time. Mm-hmm. And you know, essentially what's different this time is I'm doing it for me. So what got me there wasn't because I was ready. I, right. uh, you know, I, uh, was in the problem and I was, I lost my kids. Basically I lost my Mm -hmm. daughter. Um, you know, I lost me and me and my daughter's mom had broken up and, um, you know, she kept my kid and I had this huge cocaine problem, you know? And, and so I went back to get my daughter back and it got me a little bit of clean time and I enjoyed myself while I was there, Okay, but it wasn't enough because I wasn't ready, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, it got me a bit of clean time. I fought through it. I got my daughter back and, and great. But eventually, because I didn't continue to make change in my whole life, I didn't try to like make a new life that I didn't want to run away from anymore. Mm-hmm. I just kind of went back to the same thing, the same group of people, the same job, the same. Mm-hmm. So the same thing happened. You just slip back. After yeah. a while, you slip back, yeah. right? So the second time, again, was to, uh, I think there was, um, I got in some trouble, some legal problems, and the only way that I knew out of basically staying out of jail was to go to rehab because they were drug-related charges. So, you know, again, wasn't for the right reason Mm -hmm. for me. 
you know, so it got me, it, it helped me out in court. But once I got through that trial, I slipped. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, but I, it wasn't like I got nothing from any of the, these right. times, you know. Yeah. I'm grateful for that first time I went because I, I was able to retain some tools and, and knowledge from that time and from the second time and the third time, right? Right. Um, you know, the third time was, was for, you know, someone that I was very close with that was, that was diagnosed with, with cancer. And, um, you know, she was a, a, a girlfriend of mine that we loved each other a lot. And, um, you know, she got sick and she was like, I need you to clean up, man. I got mm. about a year to live, mm. you know? Wow. And, and, uh, you know, I was into some pretty chaotic drugs at that time where I was not <laughs> able to take care of any myself. And, right, you right. know, so I went back and, you know, I got clean, but she passed. I did. I slipped. Mm. So and when I slipped that last time, right, that was now I'm numbing mm-hmm. from grief. Right. So I had a lot of reasons to just stay and relapse yeah. for a while. And that, you know. Now that's evolving out of just drug use. Now I'm like abusing people and I'm, and I'm hurting my family and I'm mm. pushing everyone away, you know? Mm. And, and, and now I only know one way to cope is like anger and, and mm. using. Yeah. You know? So now I'm starting to really see how I'm messing myself up. Mm. And, um, you know, eventually I just, I, I took enough drugs to kill somebody and I said goodbye and I, and I went to sleep mm. and I woke up. So right then and there, I said, okay, God's not done with me yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that was my first thought when yeah. he said that. Right? It's he's like, not, wow. like, he's yeah. not letting me yeah. die. He's not yeah. letting me go to jail. He's not yeah. letting, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. okay, man. Okay, big guy. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> got my attention. All right. Like, there's only, he's only opening one door for me here, right? Yeah. So it's like, get in there, right? So yeah. this last time I was able to go in with that open mind and, mm. um, yeah. you know, to accept a higher power and. Yeah. And to, um, that surrender, that's, that's huge in recovery. Matt. That's right. right yeah. You know, yeah. and, and I mean, a lot of us, um, addicts were pretty resentful, uh, towards, uh, uh, the idea or the word God, it's a mm-hmm. really, really scary word for us. So once I was able to just grasp a concept of a higher power of my understanding, mm-hmm. you know, that that changed everything for me. Yeah. Um, so a combination of, you know, a conscious contact with a higher power and digging up that old, that little kid. With mm-hmm. that, you know, that I'll show you, watch me, I can do this mm-hmm. regardless, you know, yeah. of the people that don't believe in me or do believe in me or whatever. The, I mean, you don't want to do it for that reason to prove yourself to anyone right. else. But, hey, man, if it gets you a day clean, yeah, whatever, mo- wherever you pull your motivation from, right, especially yeah. in early recovery, just do whatever you got to do mm. to not use yeah. Until you start accumulating those days and then yeah. you can start evolving and progressing in your recovery and mm-hmm. really understanding what it is. And it's, for me, it's f- just going back to when I started, you know, like my addictions were prescribed to me. Okay. Okay. So being that awkward kid, um, I had a lot of learning disorders. I've been to the Youth for Christ as a kid, you know, trying to get extra help with my schooling and, and I had, I went through counseling and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I was, I was, I had some social problems and behavioral problems. And one day I went to the hospital, the doctor and they're like, here, try these pills. Mm. Right. I got onto these, these super pills and that was it, man. Boom. 
like I could do my homework, your homework, I'll do your homework. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like and like my locker was organized. I, I was talking to girls. I was talking to people like clearly and assertively. I was mm. no longer like in my shell. I was really social and mm. like all these great things started happening, right? How old would you have been then? I was about fourteen years old. Oh, okay. Thirteen oh, yeah. thirteen or fourteen years yeah. old. So that was, you know, that was great. It, you know, it mm -hmm. felt, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. That was the day that my mind, my brain stopped depending on itself to, to process life. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. it started depending on these substances. Mm -hmm. So that's when it all started. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. but that's also when I was that kid that had that drive. And that yeah. was at the platform and stuff. And that's mm. why when I'm sitting in detox and rehab and I'm digging and I'm trying to find who I am, you got to go back to when you started yeah. using. Yeah. Right? So that's right. why it all just coincides again with that skater kid. Right. Because yeah. that's who that's who I was when mm -hmm. I got yeah. into it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. again, it just it all it's just all plays. It's, mm. it's beautiful. It mm -hmm. really is. Like when I make yeah. recovery, the end, the happy ending there. Yeah. It's almost the ending to the story of, to my story of the platform. Yeah. Right. Mm. I mean, that, and that's so in, in my, in my experience, that place plays a huge, huge, huge factor in, yeah. in my life, in all of it, you know, and there's wow. yeah, almost every day in recovery. I think about that kid that just got mm. up and mm. just went for it regardless if he could land that trick today or not. Yeah. He's trying. Yeah. Right. Oh. That's beautiful. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it is. You know, so that's, that's, yeah, I mean, and that was the difference. The third, I mean, that's what it is. That's what skateboarding is, man. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how many times you fall. Yeah. What matters is you don't stop and you don't give yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that actually when you were talking about, you know, having to do the four different uh, sessions of, uh, of rehab yeah. and, and just that idea that it's not a failure to have to do it again. Right. right? Yeah. Like it's, it's just part of the process. Right. And I, I think that's important for our, our listeners to hear that, that it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. process. And if it takes more times, then it takes more times just yeah. like la to learn the trick. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. There's well, a lot yeah. of failure that happens before we get success. That's right. Yeah. You're you, not going to, well, you were, you said the word practice. Yeah. And I think that that was a really good word. Like yeah. mm -hmm. just practicing yeah. going back for it. Like, like, I guess I'm thinking like a lot of the time people will go to a spot or whatever and they'll try this trick for hours and then they don't land it and they go back or whatever and they just keep practicing. Yeah. And so even like just going back to rehab, like that was just, yeah. you know, you're just going back to practice and practice yeah. and it's just, yeah. 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 Like through the adversity and through the hot, like it wasn't, a lot of days weren't easy. Oh, for sure. You right. know, Be yeah. and I never stopped. And that's that skater mentality, mm -hmm. right? You don't stop. You don't yeah. stop. You don't, you, you, do you want to learn how to do this varial kickflip or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like, do you want to learn how to board slide or not? Like, you fell <laughs> well get used to it man yeah. you're yeah. skateboarding For like sure. you should see my knees man <laughs> right like yeah. and yeah. and i wouldn't i wouldn't know how to skate at all i wouldn't know how to stand on a board i wouldn't know how to do anything on a skateboard if i didn't 
you know, and I apply that in my life today. Just mm -hmm. again, you know, just don't give up. You're not going to learn the trick. You're not going to learn the trick if you, if you give up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter right. how many times yeah. you fall, man. And that's, that's the big, that's a huge message in recovery. Mm. Go to rehab if you need, and it's not for everybody either. There's some people that just find God and that's all they need. There's yeah. some people that find the 12 steps and that's all they need. And there's other guys m like myself that kind of need to dabble in a little, in a little bit of everything. Right. You know, um, I know people that I've heard of people that have gone to rehab like 20, 30 times, man, mm -hmm. before they finally got it, but they yeah. did not give up. And those yeah. people yeah. have five, 10, 15, 20 years clean. Yeah. And that's just not just not using drugs. That's finding out your life and learning. Mm -hmm. who, like that's getting your life back. Mm. Yeah. And that's what recovery is. It's not just not learning to not use drugs. Like yeah. that's not it. Like that's the mm. very, very, very tip. That's the surface. That's the very, that's the grip tape. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And you got all these layers underneath and, and, you know, 20 years for me of, of substance use and, and everything. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of numbing and being disconnected with that little kid, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, in early recovery, your mind is getting clean and holy man, is it. And early recovery is just as crazy <laughs> as being in addiction, hmm. you know, because your mind is catching up with itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and your, your maturity, your mind maturity mm. is, is speeding up to where you are. And like, it's just, in, it's crazy. I didn't know you could have so many different feelings in one day, man. <laughs> right? So, I mean, yeah. and just learning to cope with each of those feelings. That's, that's what it is. Mm. Uh, and skateboarding again, you know, just hitting the longboard, man. Like I said, I'm getting, I'm 34 years old now. And, uh, you know, I can't bust tricks like I used to, or, you know, <laughs> like I can't do that. Like it's, it's hard, man. So I, you know, just going on the longboard. 20 minutes mm. on the longboard and I'm getting therapy. Yeah. And that means that's, that is so helpful for me now as I try to live clean. Yeah. Right. Cause that's what it is. Like it's mental health. Mm. So it's, yeah. that's where, then that's what it's always was. Even when we didn't know. Right. Yeah. We were just, I was just a kid trying to be cool. Right. And I was a kid that was, that just really loved skateboarding and really mm. loved that place. And, and that, that was as far as I knew, but yeah. Man, if I was a, if I would have been able to look twenty years into the future, mm -hmm. I would have probably put a lot more into it. You yeah, know? Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. So, but that's that's where you know this is why I wanted to sit and talk about this this, and this is why this is just beautiful. Like it's this, it really is therapeutic for me to sit mm -hmm. here and talk about the platform and skateboarding mm -hmm. and and how it's how it, the roles that it plays in my life now. Yeah. You mm. know? And That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's great that we can get the recovery stuff in here too because it, it does reach out. I mean, this yeah. this interests a lot of kids, a lot of younger people. Um, so this is a great opportunity to kind of get that seed in, like mm -hmm. just to never, ever give up on whatever your goals are. It doesn't yeah. have to just be skateboarding. It can be school or work or anything. For sure. Keep that skater mentality and you'll win, mm. right? Yeah, I, I was going to say, um, at 34 years old, you aren't too old. You can still come out and skate with us and uh, get some yeah. of your tricks back. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I, and it's good that there's a little spot here that we can do that, and, and you guys got some boards to 
to loan me and everything that's uh, <laughs> like I, I do want to get back into it, learn a few more tricks for sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure I can still bust a good varial right now. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> I, got, I got my globes on, you know, so I think, you know, I, I think I can still do a few things, but it, it would take practice and yeah. Yeah. it'd be nice to get, 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 shake off some of the cobwebs, you know, <laughs> You know, because, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hiding from a lot of things when I'm using that longboard, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm still skateboarding, you know? Uh, right? So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, another question I have for you is, um, who is Clean Maddie now? That's a really good question. I mean, how much time do we got here? Oh, we got- <laughs> <laughs> um, clean Maddie is... A very driven individual. Mm. Um, he's somebody that doesn't like to be told that he can't do something. Um, he's got a little bit of ego, <laughs> but some of it's healthy. Um, he's uh, very motivational, and he has a hell of a story to tell. Mm. Um, and he's extremely grateful. That's that's who Clean Maddie is. He's a grateful mm content person I, i'm not gonna say i'm happy because i don't know what that means <laughs> okay okay <laughs> you know because like i said i'm still learning how to cope with all these crazy yeah. feelings mm-hmm. going on so mm-hmm. but from what i've learned f- myself so far is i'm just a bigger version of that little kid man I'm, okay i'm driven and i'm and i'm i still got that heart and um you know, I got my, my regrets and my sorries, and that's part of the 12 steps that I'm taking is making mm-hmm. amends and learning to forgive myself. Yeah. And as I learn to do that, I become a lot less resentful, and that helps me in so many ways, right? Mm. Um, so, again, that feeds into that gratitude. I wake up every morning grateful, man. Mm. Like, I open my eyes. That's two gifts right there that I open, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, like, I, like I, I shouldn't be here. Mm. You know, like I've overdosed, I've been in jail, in and out of jail all the time. I've been in abusive relationships where I've been the abuser and I've been abused and I've been, you know, I've rolled with some dangerous people and I've, Mm -hmm. and I've, and I've been in in some sketchy places like around Winnipeg or even out in Halifax, like in the Mm. cities. And it's just, I have some crazy stories, you know? Mm it's crazy that I'm still here and the, and the amount of, 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 of drugs that I've put in my body, you know, the, it's just insane. And that's what got me in the last time is like, there's just, there's no way I shouldn't be alive right now. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I found that higher power. So, I mean, it's, it's the gratitude that comes with it is huge. It's really huge, you know? So, yeah, I love that appreciation of looking back and being able to say, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and understanding that there's something bigger going on. Yeah. Um, I think there's a few of us that can relate to that in, in some ways, probably not as big as, as what you're talking about, but, um, but yeah, just that idea that there's something else going on and we need to take the opportunity to, to recognize that and, and to be curious, I think what that's about. Well, just open-minded, right? Like, that's the big, big thing, and that's how they teach you. Like, there's an acronym for how, and the acronym is honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness, Mm -hmm. Mm. you know, and keeping that open mind. I mean, for me, I had to be, I was beaten into submission with it. You know, I had no other choice but to just say, hey, man, I don't got this. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I don't have control of my life. Whenever I try to control my life, I end up in a really shitty place, mm. you know? And, and, and as soon as I accept that I don't have this, things start to change for me. Mm-hmm. And, and that was it. I mean, and for me to accept, to entertain the idea of a higher power, like an addict told me this, you know, I'm sitting in a meeting and I'm like, there's no God, there's no higher power. He's like, well, what about drugs, man? He's like, weren't drugs your higher power? Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they, yeah. Can, they, they controlled your life. Yeah. They, you worshipped them. You would do anything for them. You, yeah. I'm like, whoa. Like, that just, yeah. that's, boom! That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mind-blowing, right? I was like, so, he's like, so you would rather drugs be your god than something you don't understand? Yeah. And I'm like, holy, like, this guy's really just, he really just did that? He really just dumped <laughs> all that on phase, me? Eh? Like, really, man? Like... <laughs> But that helped me a lot. Just try to keep my open mind to it, right? And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, okay, I guess I'll try this, right? Mm. And then slowly but surely, you know. And now my faith grows, and my and my conscious contact stays, and I respect that. You know, the way I see it is when I use, I cut off that conscious contact with my God, mm-hmm. and I'd rather just nurture that contact mm-hmm. because it's it's helping me a lot through a lot of things, and it's it's taking me out of my own will and yeah. practicing some something else's right, right on. and it's making a good person out of me you know yeah. it's great like not only should i be dead i should be like in jail mm-hmm. or, or somewhere you know like you know i've done a lot of stupid things and, yeah. and hurtful things and like i should be a an angry kind of mean person mm-hmm. you know but i'm not i've been blessed with with happiness and i'm a great dad and i'm a mm. You know, I'm a hard worker and I'm smarter than I thought I was and like all, you know, all these things like, and I'm yeah. really passionate and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm noticing all these good things about myself. I wouldn't have been able to say that stuff about myself when I was in the mm. problem, you know? Yeah. So it's just, these are all little gifts that recovery has given me, you know, and, and it's, and anybody can have them. It, you, you get, you get out of it what you put into it, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know? So yeah. for me, I was done. I was done. Like I didn't just want to go to rehab that didn't help me the first three times i want to change my life right mm. that's why you know I'm, I'm doing i'm making all these changes now i got out and i i put myself in school you know and my work called me around the same time and i loved my work you know mm. i mean i was a pipe layer for certain water a pipe layers helper i've been a laborer all my life in construction you know and i love work hard work you know working with my hands but it was always a toxic environment some way there. I'm always working with someone, mm. someone that's drinking or using, not on sites or anything, but just mm. knowing yeah. right, that that option was always there for me. It, it was mm. just detrimental to my recovery. And, mm. and, and just the, the kind of, once you get used to a certain language that recovery teaches you, you crave that, you need that because that's, that's, that gets the endorphins in my head that I crave, you know, mm. is that positive, positive yeah. energy. Right. Um, and you don't get that in a lot of construction sites and, and things like that. It's a different vibe. Mm. Um, and for me, it would just been, it would have been insane to go for the fourth time and get and just simply go right back to the same life. Right. You know, because yeah. recovery is, is basically building yourself a life that you don't want to run from anymore. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that's why I'm choosing school now over 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 the money and. Mm-hmm. And things like that. Money was never good for me anyway, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd rather be broke and, and happy, you know, and grateful that I'm, and it helps keep me humble. Yeah. 
you know, so it's... So what's the, what's the end goal with school? Uh, well, I'm taking my grade 12 right now. I'm hoping to get my degree in social work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also taking a side course right now, uh, a peer support course that can help me qualify me for peer support. So my goal is an addictions counselor someday. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Perfect. I, I'm, I'm working towards that. You know, any, mm-hmm. anything that's involved with addiction, not necessarily counseling, but just as long as I'm part of helping addicts that want to help themselves get clean, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm happy with that, man. What better person than someone that's been down that road? Well, right? exactly, yeah. right? Like, I, it's yeah. not like I don't got the experience, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know. And that is an asset. Like at my rehab center, I was at like ninety percent of the workers there are addicts in recovery, right? And it's it's very essential to have. Mm. You can only you, you you don't you can't be taught that yeah. style of thinking. You can't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like skateboarding. You can't. You, if someone can try and show you how to do the trick, but it's there's such an individuality to it that mm-hmm. it's like one trick can be done so many different ways yeah. yeah yeah so many different techniques right so it's really up to you and what and how it works for you <laughs> like it's it's the mm-hmm. same thing as your program yeah, so sure. you work your program and and uh whatever works for them all all week all i can do is pass my experience i'm not going to say that what works for me is working is going to work for you right but i can say that once you find out what works for you it's on yeah, like that's mm-hmm. it, you know, the main thing is you gotta be, you gotta do it for you, you know. Yeah. So like now, like home or no home, job or no job, woman or no woman, you know, kids or no kids, I'm not gonna pick up. Like that's it, you know. It's because yeah. I'm not doing it for any of those reasons other than I want to be clean, mm-hmm. right? So wow. yeah, oh, that's awesome. And we uh, we wish you all the best in that that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you pursue the career and stuff that, that that's a dream that you'll see come. come. For sure. Yeah. That's really good. Thanks man. Yeah. 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 So that's where it's, that's where I'm at now. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's where I've come from that little, that little skate rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the baggy pants. I mean, I'm, yeah, I was looking at old newspaper clippings and stuff that my grandma had <laughs> in a scrapbook, and I'm like, wow, look at that skinny little kid, eh? Yeah, yeah. 15 <laughs> years old, riding the ramps, and I'm looking at my shoes, and I'm just shaking my head. It's yeah. like, oh, where did I get those? <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I think about it all the time in that board. I think about that board or the concave of that board was just perfect, <laughs> and, you know, and just, it was just, it was perfect. And it had pop, like it was, yeah, it was a beautiful board. Nice. I, I, I wish I knew exactly who got me that board because I want to mm. thank them. But someone mm. did. They brought me right to Winnipeg. I think it was BA. I think it was, oh, yeah. it was anonymous that we went to. Yeah. Mm. And uh, yeah, man, he picked out the whole setup for me, man. I think it was Independence. I think it was bones bearings and can't remember what kind of wheels they were, but yeah, it was, wow. it was a whole setup, man. He's like, here you go, man. Sweet. You know, was, <laughs> what a gift. Yeah, for sure. When you're a little, <laughs> little broke little kid like that. Oh, yeah. that was, you know, and it lasted, it lasted. Yeah. Cause I took mm-hmm. a little more care of it. Right. Cause it wasn't a hand me down from yeah. Kyle Haddad or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, man. So yeah, the platform, platform to me anyway that's awesome yeah it's just really great having you in to share your stories was there anything else that you wanted to let people know before we uh wrap it up 
I miss it, you know, and um, I'm really proud of a lot of the people that were a part of it then and who they've become. I mean, some of them have become, you know, pretty great at what they do, you know, and and some of them have moved on and grown up to live really successful lives and their fathers and husbands and they're really good at at what they're doing and I'm really just as proud of a lot of them as I was then and I still look up to a lot of them the way I did mm. then mm. you know yeah. and I just all love and respect you know um that's that's what it is I mean we all have that same love for that place that same heart for that place and you know don't let it die you know it it lives in our hearts and it, it makes us who we are as people now and it is a culture and it is a lifestyle and and you never have to just let it die you know you can it, it helps me a lot to just sit down and think about it sometimes and 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 um don't don't ever forget the things that you learned when you, when you were at that that place you know don't forget mm-hmm. that sunset and don't forget that mm-hmm. fire yeah. pit you know yeah. man cuz yeah. it really pulls me back to to true north you know and i want to see all of, like even the ones I didn't get along with back then or whatever we were kids man yeah exactly. you know yeah. we're all grown men now and 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 I want to see all of them just doing well you know and um you know I got myself back and it was thanks to that slab of concrete hmm. you know I was able to find that little kid that would not give up man yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know so I owe a big part of my life and who I am to that place so um yeah that's that's you know, my message just to, to the ones that were part of it, don't let it die, man, because mm-hmm. it's a bigger part of you than you might know. Yeah, for sure. I assume because you're looking to be somebody that helps other people that you're open to people contacting you if they have questions in regards to your recovery mm-hmm. and, or, and or looking for help. Mm-hmm. Um, how can people get a hold of you? Absolutely. Um well, you can add me on Facebook. That's, you know, my social media. My Instagram is uh, furryfool2.0. <laughs> All right? Not the first one. You don't want that one. The 2.0. <laughs> this, this is the Instagram you want to get at. Um, you know, my Facebook is Maddie Crothers. Um, you know, I'm, I'm online whenever I'm home. Um um, I can drop a phone number. I'll give a phone number to Steve after. And if, yeah. if anyone reaches out to him and they, and they want to speak with me personally, I can give him the phone number to reach me at. Yeah. Um, and you know, once I get further down and I got some more of my own platforms kind of going, I can, uh, I can come and we can, uh, we can maybe work something yeah, out for sure. We can get it out there and for sure. And stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, for now, absolutely, man. Facebook, Instagram, hit my inbox up, add me up. You know, I'm pretty loud and proud about my recovery. Mm-hmm. It's no, no, it was no secret that I was in the problem, you know? So yeah. I'm pretty loud and proud about it because I really want to reach someone and, and, and try and help someone wherever sure. I can. You know, I hurt a lot of people in my addiction. It only makes sense that I help as many yeah. as I can in recovery. So yeah, that's, yeah, I'm not hard to find on there, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, if anybody does have anything they want to talk about or whatever, have any questions about it, um, I know the way to get people into detox centers or into rehab centers or whatever. Any any way that they want to go, if they want to, you know, 
learn, go to a meeting or learn the 12 steps or anything like that. I got contacts. Most of them are in Winnipeg, but uh, they're just as available as I am. Yeah. You know, they work the same program I do. So, and Zoom, like Zoom is awesome, man. Like <laughs> I, yeah. I can go to meetings in New York, man. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like right now, you know, yeah. and yeah. like that's, that is awesome. Like that's yeah. helped me a lot, man. Cause I'm a bit of an introvert. I always was, you know, so I don't like to go out a lot, man. So mm. I can sit and go to a, an AA or an NA meeting right there on my couch and I can hit two or three or four a day if I want, man. <laughs> right. So like yeah. there really is no excuse, right? Like, so yeah. if you, if you really want it, it's pretty easy to, to get submerged in that lifestyle. So mm. absolutely, man, anybody that's struggling out there um, with addictions, you know, don't, hesitate to message me even if it's a hello you mm. know anything just get my attention and we'll talk i'm just as good as listening as i am at talking apparently i'm pretty good at talking so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's awesome yeah yeah man. thanks so much for coming yeah appreciate having we you really here. appreciate it absolutely yeah. thanks a lot guys yeah, yeah. awesome <laughs> therapeutic for sure right on right, right on <laughs>